Hi guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Black Create Connect podcast with myself, Alicia Latoya. And I know I always say that I've got a very special guest, but this is actually a special guest because we've been messaging, we've been messaging on WhatsApp for a little while now <laughs> about various things um, from him trying to teach me how to speak Ibo um, and say his name, which I still don't know how to say correctly. But I'm introducing um, someone from the group who is a creative director, who is a filmmaker and a poet straight from is it Lagos. Lagos, Lagos. <laughs> I don't want to say your name because I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm going to try to say it. Say, say it with me. Ndukwe. Ndukwe. There you that are. is it. Ndukwe. Ndukwe. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you, Alicia. How's it going? Yeah. Um, it's been good. It's been it's been a nice day today. I guess um, it's apparently statistically um around this time of the year. Don't know if you know this or not. I learned this at church today. Um, everyone takes a dip on their um, January New Year's resolutions. Huh. So just a quick one. What were some of your, your, your New Year's resolutions this year and have you stuck to them? None. You didn't make any? Yeah, because I found out a long time ago that I'm shit at that. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Crap at making resolutions. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm just going to go with the flow. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I, I I was thinking I'll just lose a bit of belly fat, but you know, I say that every year. So I said, you know what, this year... My belly's going to do what it wants to do. It's going to stay. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, just say to yourself, that, look, you know, if this was in Lagos, Nigeria, this would be mean I'm a chairman, you know. So, well, what does that mean, sorry? Oh, just... <laughs> so, <laughs> so a chairman is like, you know, he's a big boy, you know, he's okay. you know, like top of the game. So like, you know what? Yeah, that's that's why I'm going to look at it. Okay. It's not big. I'm a chairman. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So, um you've been a part of the community for how how long now? That's a good question. How um long? since last year. Who's who's how did you find out about the community? I do not. Oh. No, no, no. I think it's Helena Blackwell. Okay. Yeah, we met Interestingly, at um, at a networking event um, called People Like Us. Oh, I went there oh. with it was in the Samson building. Yes, I Were went there. The... Ter- yeah, Can... <laughs> and I, didn't, I don't remember seeing you. Yeah, well, yeah, I... well, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without you know, what doesn't? Wow, small world. It's very small. Uh, so I said to her, you know, look, you know, I'm new to the UK. I'm looking for roles in the creative space, mm-hmm. and then she goes, oh, that this community should be a part of. Oh, oh, lovely. Okay, that's nice. I'm glad that you've stayed. Oh, definitely. And um, yeah, I hope that you gain even more value kind of being a part of the community. Yeah, I, I love the energy there, man. Oh. And you know, you're doing an amazing work, so thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. People say say this, I'm like, it's everyone that contributes towards <laughs> it and being there, if it was just me by myself in a group, it wouldn't be anything. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's everyone. But um, so you moved from Nigeria. Mm-hmm to London last year. Well, to Derby, actually. To Derby. Mm. Why Derby, not London? Oh, man. Okay, so... You said I moved from Nigeria, yeah? Yeah. I did move from Nigeria. I moved from a place called Lagos in Nigeria. And Lagos is chaos. It's like London. Okay. You know, but, you know, just on a more chaotic level. And I said to myself, you know what, I'm not going to do this to myself again. Right. Uh, Because I I was born in in a place called Abba in Nigeria. Abba is... Okay calm okay you know so i think it was me just trying to go back to that calmness you know and, right yeah so darby just you know was a good fit you know because i mean I, I've, I've been i've been in london now for like the past week and i keep asking myself how on earth do people live here yeah what is it about london that makes you feel like it's chaotic like what is it it's the traffic it's okay. the having to go from one end to the other it's uh it's everyone just being in a hurry and unfriendly. Do you know what? <laughs> no, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. And that's something that I don't miss about commuting to work because everyone was just moody and especially in the winter. Summertime it's it's a bit better. People mm-hmm. have a smile on the face. But in the winter and in the cold and everyone's all moody. And you're correct, like Everything in London needs to be done now. The deadlines yeah. move quickly, quickly, quickly. To, and it's in, um, it's I've kind of adopted that spirit to the point where I get irritated when things are moving slow. 
like, why? I, I remember going to, years ago going to Barbados and ordering food. And just from how they took my order, I was just getting irritated. I was thinking, you're not, you're not typing it fast enough on the machine. I need my chicken. Like, this is not... I, honestly, London grows impatient individuals. But if that's a good or bad thing, but that's what... Yeah, and that, that's also very, a very Nigerian attitude. I mean, we, in Nigeria, we'll say, oh, you want it sharp, sharp. <laughs> now, now, quick, quick. You, know. you want it sharp, sharp. Sharp, sharp. That's, that's what that's me. That's what I like, sharp, sharp. Uh, sharp, sharp. Now, now, quick, quick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's... Yeah, I, I think I just wanted a break from that. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay, so why did you move in general then from Nigeria to the UK? Mm. What was what was the reasoning behind that? Um, well, I, I think it was it was just the time to um, to sort of like step into a new phase. Um, mm. So I'm a creative individual, and uh, after a while, on one hand, it seems that you know you just want to you know get to a place where it's more challenging, where, where creativity is also, you know, a lot more appreciated. Uh, but again, I've also got a family. I've got two, you know, young, energetic, very energetic boys. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, so myself and my wife, we just sat down and said, look, you know, what's the next phase, you know, for, for us as a family, for these kids? So we said, you know what, um, let's go to a place where we can plan better, you know, mm. more, you know, f- for them. You know, so it's... Um, uh, so London or mm. the UK rather was um, I mean it, it seemed a good option mm. uh, and so we moved here okay okay that makes sense how old are you boys oh yeah so one is 10 next month I didn't forget yes <laughs> <laughs> and the other is 8 okay okay so they're quite close in age then mm-hmm. so yeah good good family choice I completely un- I completely understand it mm. so let's talk about your work right so there's a lot of titles that you have you have creative director filmmaker poet and I want to depict them a little bit mm-hmm. bit by bit to see how you've earned those credentials mm-hmm. or if you're working towards a correct credentials so creative director what does that mean what do you what do you commonly direct what are you creating just talk to us a bit about what you do from that side of things yeah so as a creative director you're, you're sort of like the big picture person okay uh, you're you're standing not too close but not too far from an idea and you're trying you're asking yourself on a, you know on, on on a bigger picture how how do these ideas match the objectives of whatever brief you have at that moment uh, the guys in the agency you know just always make fun of me that I you know, love to kill ideas. I think that's the same thing. Kill? Yeah, you know, because... What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, no, because, you know, you're looking at, you know, a lot of ideas and you're yeah. trying to, you know, figure out which works best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, again, in agency partners, we just go, oh, yeah, you know, we'll kill that one. Kill that one. Right? Oh, can... no. Okay, all right, all right. So, so, okay, quick, so quick one. So give me an example of a brief that you'll get and I'm going to throw some ideas at you and you tell me which one we're going to keep alive or kill because <laughs> I want to see how I would do in the agency environment if I was in the, your creative team. So give me give me a quick, just anything. Huh, okay, so let's see. Hmm. What do you like? What do I like? Mm. Food. Food, okay, so... <laughs> Your 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 favorite restaurant, you know, is, okay. you know, has a new Barbadian. Is that is that right? I don't know. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> People from Barbados. But, um, no, I'm Jamaican, so. Oh, so let's start. so, your favorite restaurant. Yep. Has a new Jamaican, you know, curry. Okay. So. You know, and you know they want the world to know. Okay. The, the world to know. So mm. this is so the target audience. Just to be correct, client. Mm-hmm. The, the target audience is the world. Well, not necessarily. So what you would then do is to, when I say world, and I'm just like their, you know, their customers. But then you need to start drilling down, like who are these customers? What do they do? Right. Where, where do they go? Okay. Um, what age range? You know, who's your, you know, core target and all that. You know, just okay. you know the not so fun part of it. So let's say the target audience is like thirty-five year olds. Okay. And they want thirty-five year olds to know that there's a new, you know. Korean town. 35 year olds. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, cool. So what I would then do is <clears throat> probably have an idea, right? 35 year olds, they spend a lot of time listening to music, podcast, you right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, like this one. Traveling yeah. as well. Okay, cool. So in regards to where they might see the content, also on socials as well. So they're going to probably best to do like a type of integrated campaign, a social campaign. 
Um, hold on, wait. You're looking at me like I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> oh, like the thing is, the obvious thing to do is to have someone eating the curry goat or the curry chicken, saying, "Mmm, this tastes amazing." But that's a bit too obvious. So you're gonna kill that idea. Yep. All right. Kill it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, yeah. I mean, how else would you get people? You can entice people to to this. Okay. Really typical. Again, typical ideas. Getting influencers, cooking influencers. Kill it. Or not on TikTok, dancing. Kill it. No. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just enjoying. It. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no, but it, but you know why everything is getting killed at this point? Why? Because the first, the first thing you need to do is to figure out what what the idea is. Right. Okay. Yeah, so okay. you need to throw all that out. You know, uh, TikTok. This. Uh, no. You know, we'll get there. You know, first of all, you need to find out. Um, as as a boss of mine used to say, it's. Um, you need to find out where you're going right. and then how you, you're going to get there. Okay. You know, so if, if you just say, oh, look, we're going to buy a ticket. Yes, of course, you're going to buy a ticket. Uh, but what type of ticket? Right. You know, so, or rather, first of all, where are you going to? Okay. What sort of transport does it require? You know, do you have to go with a ferry, with a bus, with a car, mm. with a bike? You know, mm. and then, you know, if that's, you know, do, would you need a ticket? You know, so it's, mm. it's you know, having to just keep drilling down, chipping away at the unnecessary things until you mm. find out the gem of an idea. Right, okay. And then you would you, you can find out that, you know, at the end of the day, while while it seems obvious that, you know, say TikTok might yeah. work for these guys, the one thing that might work is, you know, to put stuff on a pencil. You're right. See, again, I would never think to put, put anything on a pencil yeah. or anything like... Yeah, you know, like, but again, like... so first of all, get the idea, get your target, you know, align them. Mm. And then you know, so look, you know, these guys will do this more than they do this, or they do this, you know, and they hate this other thing, you know. So, if so, even if you go to TikTok, question is, you know, what on TikTok? Right. You know, so it, it it's quite interesting, and it's also quite um, it's almost almost academic if you if if you may, because you're trying to just make sure that you cut out the unnecessary bits, right. but you also understand, you know, there's a there's a lot of analysis that goes into into all of this, mm. and uh, you know. So at the end of the day, everyone's seen this fun stuff, mm. but they really don't, you know, get you know the you know the blood and the sweat and the tears, a lot of tears, you know, because you're like, oh, I really love this idea, but it won't work, man. So, mm. so okay. So when you're saying to kill it, do you do you come up with ideas, or are you just a person that just identifies problems? I sorry, no offense, mm. no, I can't yeah, stand those right. people in the workplaces. They just say, oh, that, that's a problem. I'm like, okay. What do you think then? <laughs> no, no, my, my, my style is to also roll up my sleeves. Um, okay, okay. You know, so I, I think, which, you know, is also why mm. a lot of people I've worked in in the past can still, you know, pick up my, <laughs> pick up the phone when I call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but uh, I, I think, you know, any good creative director is the one who sits there okay. and tells you what's wrong with an idea. Mm. You know, a good creative director is the one who says, you know, how can we, Right, you know, right. So you know, so it's not you guys, and you know, it's how can we all make sure we have the best ideas? And and we've had ideas come from the most unlikely places, from the most unlikely people. Like what? Tell me. Um. So uh, I had someone um, on on my team who had been working for um, a few months, okay. you know, who was just still learning. Right. But you know, it was obvious that he also had a grasp of the audience we were you know reaching for. So when we had uh, we were having conversations, brainstorming, you know, brainstorming sessions. You know, this guy comes up with an idea. You know, so what? What we, uh, my style. You know, working with people. You know, I have a big board, white whiteboard, so mm. I'm just jotting things down as we're all talking. Mm. You know, and you know, so we looked at that and like, you know what, this idea is good. You have a kernel of an idea. Now we're going to help you devo- uh, develop it. We're going to help you build it. You know, from scratch. You know, so it's it's those things. You know, so if I, if I was sat there thinking. Yeah, you guys come out, come with ideas, and I'll tell you what doesn't work. Mm. You know, he probably might have you know not had his idea, then go on to win awards. Mm, mm, mm. You know, but sitting there encouraging him, encouraging yeah. you know others as well, uh, made sure that you know he had his you know um, chance to shine. Mm, you know, mm. and you know, but again because it's a collaborative effort, mm. you don't then leave him to just go out, you know develop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, so my my job is to guide, is to also remind you know people okay look guys these are brilliant ideas but remember this is what we're trying to do right got so you. while that idea is brilliant it's not quite right for this brief right right got you have you ever worked with someone where you just think 
oh, you're not, you're just not getting it at all. And and maybe you think maybe you should consider a different career because it's people don't like to say it because it sounds negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you you can work with someone and think maybe they should consider something else because this is actually they're they're not getting it. Have you have you had that before and have you worked around that? Uh, so most uh, most times there'll be. <laughs> some clients we love to hate clients but anyway <laughs> you know but I've had clients and I've looked at it and I said you know what you should do something else maybe you <laughs> should be in sales <laughs> you know and not you know marketing yeah, there, there are those you know but then there, there are also others that you realize that it's not that you're bad at your job but you're gifted, you know, in something else entirely, and mm. you would be wasting that gift. Not mm. yeah, that gift, mm. you know, and mm. and we will be wasting away, um, not being able to appreciate your gift, um, mm. you know. So yeah, I think what you need to do isn't to is to not look at things as either or. You need to look at things in context, mm. you know, and then you're asking yourself, why isn't this person these, you know? doing this this mm, way or mm, mm. is it because i'm used to it being done this way and i mm. think everyone should do that or could it just be that this person is applying an amazing gift mm. to the wrong job exactly do you know what that is a really 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 good point because upon even upon reflection in, in my working experiences there's been people that i've worked with that i thought initially i've been like why are you not getting it but when you realise that, A, they've got a completely different approach to, to you mm. as to how they want to work on this, you know, or how, however they approach this. So they could they could get to the right result, potentially in a different way to what you think is correct. Mm. I've learned that by surrendering and being like, all right, do, do what you want. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, you, you, you got the result. And, and also, yeah, like what you said, sometimes through, I guess, trying to, to nurture and uh, giving people that space to grow, you see you're actually really, really good at this in particular, and we can use this in this way, or maybe that's not best for this task. So you're mm-hmm. correct in, in, in saying that. It's a really, really good point. Yeah, and, and, okay, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, so what I've also found is that it, there are times it pays to just get out of the way. So there are yeah. times, um, you know, because I'm like sort of like hyper-focused on, you know, the end result. I'm like, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. And then the guys go like, boss, man, just... Go away, please. Mm, no, it's true, you know. <laughs> you, know and, you know, and again, because we have that relationship, they can see, you know, yeah, yeah, say yeah. to me that, look, dude, right now you're getting on our nerves. <laughs> <laughs> right now, <laughs> you know. I love it though. Yeah. Well, look, man, I, 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 I love my guys. You know, yeah. We, we, uh, well, so it's not just. Being y- yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I know. People. I get yeah. it. Girls, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we have an amazing relationship, and the other thing is. You also need to know, uh, you know, for the person who's misapplying their gift, Mm. you know, I have someone, you know, an amazing copywriter. Mm -mm. And, you know, I often had always said to her, look, years from now, people are going to look at you and say, bloody hell, Mm. she is amazing. You know, and all I want to do then is to come out and say, I trained her. Yeah, you know, because that's just all I because yeah. I, I want to. I mean, I just call it farms, and I want yeah. to come out on farms and say, yeah. I know her, you know, she walked under me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so some time ago, she up and left the you know agency environment and you know went to work, um, in, you know, in, in the marketing department, you yeah. know, but not in an ad agency. Mm. And I kept her like, Look, this is a waste of talent. Mm. You need, you know, so I'm, I'm glad to say that, you know, yeah. managed to hound her, you know, so much last year that she got back into the agency because, you know, there are, yeah, you know, there are people that you look at them and say, look, man, your name, you know, your name is going to be celebrated. Don't uh, let maybe one bad experience or one, um, or maybe because, you know, you, you want to get more people. Of course, everyone needs more money, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes you just need to be the person who keeps people focus on what you know you see is a clear gift they have Mm-mm. do you know what's interesting i believe that every single person on earth has a gift mm-hmm. now i feel like not every single person um explores enough to discover it as well mm-hmm. to because they might just be scared and used to doing either what they've been told to do or what they think mm-hmm. is right um so 
I really, really value people like yourself and also myself as well, who who will try to enable people that have gifts that they're not able to explore in themselves or they don't feel confident enough to explore. Mm. Um, because like what you said, for me, the feeling of if I've got someone a job that I know or if I've given a piece of advice that's helped you get somewhere that you that you need to get to, I'm, I feel I'm happy mm-hmm. because I've been able to contribute towards your success mm-hmm. in some in some type of way and yeah that that is priceless so I completely get that feeling and um yeah for anyone out there that feels like they have they haven't found their gift yet explore like what what advice would you give to people out there that feel like I don't know what my gift is what my talent is I'm not good at anything what would you say to them to to help them find their feet or find their sweet spot well I think while it's good to look up to people and while it's good to you know um try and fit into um, certain roles because maybe you see others doing it. Um, you shouldn't judge your gifts through the lenses of, you know, or to, you know, through other people's eyes or through other people's mm. understanding. Because mm. uh, you know, again, you know, we, we all have limited perspectives on things. Uh, so for example, uh, being a, a poet, I, I, I might not quite appreciate a novelist's work, even though we all say, yes, it's, it's creative, mm. it's all creativity, isn't it? Uh, but if if I'm judging your your writing from the eyes of a spoken word poet, mm. and not necessarily, I mean, again, mm. poetry is poetry, but there are those who write for the stage, for those who write for the page, mm. there are those who, you know, use different art forms. I mean, I may not understand everything, so I sh- don't let me tell you mm. if it's good or not. Mm. You know, uh, which is also good why it's good to, you know, sample different opinions. You know, sometimes exactly. you need to be willing to not listen. 100%. 100%. Like, mm. I think I even tweeted that today. Like, <laughs> just if you're getting discouragement and you're and you're adding value, you're, you're passionate about something, keep going. Because more time than none, a lot of people that are successful in whatever they do, they've probably been told by majority at some point that, this is a waste of time yeah. or this isn't of great value to them. It's yeah. Not, but to you is, it is, yeah. but yeah, sorry, I can, can continue. What else would you say to, especially, you know, for the black community as well, because I find mm-hmm. that we don't get as much uplifting mm-hmm. and especially in working environments, um, we're not given the benefit of the doubt as much as other races mm-hmm. from, from what I've experienced. Um, and naturally, because we have, you know, being black isn't just about our race, right? It's about our culture, it's about our practices, it's about how we see things, even how we communicate. I find that we're much more um, blunt and transparent, mm. you know? So what would you kind of say to someone in the black community that is in a workplace, they have imposter syndrome, they haven't really found their feet? Like, what would you advise for them to to, to do to discover what their gift is in you know from a working perspective I think uh, I'll say trust in your tribe mm. and, and and by that I mean go to those who would be able to like you said bluntly tell you the mm. truth mm, mm, mm. yeah it's a gift that we have mm. you know so you're not looking because what you might see is people who you know circumround the truth you know yeah. and not tell you you know look man stop doing that do this or you know, uh, someone who for want again because they don't understand how you might take mm. um, feedback, mm. want to you know really temper it. No, find those around you mm. who can tell you as it, who can give you honest feedback. Mm. You know, and then work with them. But you know, also realize that you're going to have to work extra hard mm. um, to prove not just to everyone, but to yourself, that the gift, you know, that you believe you have, that you've got something in it. I'll give you an example. Back in, when I say as, as a copywriter, mm. and I, I used to have, you know, a boss, she, she wasn't necessarily mean. No, but she, her feedback mechanism was to be excruciatingly blunt. So she mm. would, I'll submit, you know, a piece of copy and then she'll just cross it out. No. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because at the time you probably got so upset, but that would, that would annoy me. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but you see, the, the thing was, 
it made me want to say, you know what, I'm going to prove to you that I'm yeah. good. So I wake up in my mind and say, you know what, I'm good at this mm. uh, stuff. I'm good at this. Mm. You know, but she did come around. I mean, I remember the day that she you know, looked at her and went like, this is good. Oh. Good Lord. That was... The relief. No, no, it wasn't just a relief, man. Cool. I think I went out and bought a few drinks. Cause <laughs> like, look, it's something to celebrate. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> But I, I believed I had, you know, I have a gift for writing. Right. And I just kept, you know, going, you know, even though it was, uh, it wasn't the feedback I, I, I wanted to get initially. Right. But I just kept going to it because I had to prove. Right. You know, right. so that's what I mean that like you need to, you know, realize that you have to work extra hard mm. because not everyone is going to notice your gift or not everyone is going to mm. notice your ability immediately. Mm. I'll give you another example. There, there's, um, you know, a good, you know, older, you know, friend, mentor of mine who I, my first set of poetry, I, you know, I gave it to him because, you know, he's he's quite um, celebrated in the literary circles. And he looked at it and, you know, just said, oh, look, man, this is not, just, no. You know, it, but it was crushing feedback. He said no. He like he didn't say maybe change this word with that one. He said no to the whole thing. I, I mean, maybe not in that, but again, I'm, I'm just trying to see this how I saw it in my head. But he just said, no, 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 this is not working. That is not working. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> Years later, he writes, you know, beautifully about my second spoken word album. Oh. Yeah, but for me, I had said the challenge nice. that and I, you know, I sent it to him to review. Right. Because in 2008 or so, he had said, you know, this is not working. But in mm. 2019, you know, he had, you know, only good things to say. Right, right. You know, so it took that long for me to, you know, get that feedback, you know. And so, yeah, it, it might not always just be, um, it might be those, you know, who you believe, you know, who you respect in the industry, uh, you know, not giving you the feedback that you want, but mm. you have to make sure that you don't play victim. Yeah. yeah. You don't um, see, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, you're going to drop out. No. Yeah. Make sure that you go back and they see the value in what you've brought. Then right. you can do whatever you want. Right, right. So I love that, by the way. I love mm. the fact that you've had two stories where you've managed to keep at it and um, I guess gain respect and appreciation from those that once criticized you harshly mm. so just kind of going back in your copywriting creative process mm. i always wonder about creatives like how they just their process of creating right um how does how do you go about that process so from brief how do you come up with whatever copy it is um talk about the different platforms that you work work across mm. i really want to kind of nitpick and get into your brain and understand that process and how it works for you personally. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll say for me personally, every day with or without a brief, I'm working because, uh, and, and I'll explain. As a, as a copywriter, as a creative person, what's your first job when you wake up is to observe. So you're mm. observing people, you're finding, you know, bits of information, you know, weighing your, you know, different parts of your brain because you never know when you're going to need them. Mm. So you're, you know, you're on the bus, you're looking at people, you know, you know how they communicate. Uh, you're trying to find a pattern. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, wherever it is, you know, so th because then that will come in handy down the line. Then when you do get the brief, what you're, what you're doing is looking at the brief, who, 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 is, who are you talking to? You know, who's the addressing? Mm -hmm. And then try and figure out, you know, have I seen this person before? Have I seen this person here? Have I seen this person there? Have I seen a lot of these people? Mm. And, and then you're trying to draw, you know, those patterns. Because uh, when it comes to platform, you know, whether it's TikTok, whether it's social media, wherever it is, mm. they will always be there. There will always be new ones. Right. But what is always going to be more important than the platform is a message. Mm -hmm. You know, so as long as you understand who you're talking to, mm. you know, then, you know, you can figure out what platform to put them on. Uh, so for me, when I get a brief, I'm, I'm reading it, you know, first of all, read it, look at it, try to understand it, try and read it at the time that works for you because, mm. you know, again, people, different people would assimilate things differently. Right. So sometimes early, you know, 
very early in the morning might not be the best time to read the brief because you might miss something. Right. For some other people, it might be, you know, like just after lunch. Find out what works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then walk away. Mm. Let your brain work unconsciously. Mm. You know, because, yes, there are times that there are going to be deadlines. There will mm. always be deadlines. But what you want to do mm. is to um, allow your mind, your subconscious mm. to piece things together because mm. if you're putting pressure on yourself to meet those deadlines you're probably just going to come up with something that that's not so great right you know so you you, know, you need to allow your, yourself time to breathe to think mm. to observe a lot more to not work mm. I, I figure i found out that for me anyway mm. different people work differently mm. you know but i figured out what works best for me is to not think about it, to not work, mm. you know, and then, you know. Your ideas start coming. The ideas start I find coming. the same thing. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you. Mm-hmm. I find the same thing. Like, there'll be times on, ran- like, random moments. I'll be in the shower. Then I get an idea and I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, I don't want to leave this idea. <laughs> so so I've, sometimes I've hopped out the shower, quickly typed it on my phone. Yep. Like, I email. If you see my, my inbox to myself, you think I'm a mad woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, way <I'll> just, <laughs> the way I just write in a subject, da 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 start this, do this, da 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 that idea. And I'm like, this. I have to take advantage because I I don't get it. When I'm sitting down, I'm trying to think. Mm. They don't come, but okay. it could be, you know, about being graphic. Sometimes I'm on the toilet. Sometimes I'm cooking. Sometimes I'm walking, and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. But yeah, I can relate. Yeah, no, I, I went to um, a training once. It was years ago. I don't remember his name. Um, so the guy said, look, sometimes the best ideas come in the flow moment. So mm. when you're, you know, like, you know, when you're, you're taking a shower, when you're walking, mm. when even if you're sleeping, you know, just when you're in, you know, there's some sort of like motion. It's sort of like, it's almost like the stress is flowing out. The ideas mm. are flowing in, you know, so I, I've sort of adopted that, that approach as well. Just get into motion, you know, just flow, you know, rock, you know, if you have to, but try not to think. You know, because you your because your 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 mind is always your subconscious is always working. So you're thinking about it anyway, but you're just not focusing on that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, yeah, I I think make sure that you 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 always just have the most you know the important bits down. You know, who, what, why, when, where. You know, all those things. You know, who am I talking to? What am I trying? You know, why am I doing yeah. this? You know, what those those are te- technical bits, but have fun. Yeah. Remember yeah. to just have fun with ideas. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, and that's that. That's what I, I love about listening and interviewing and speaking with creators when I hire them. A lot of your work sounds fun because you're 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 apart from the fact that if you're working on government campaigns, I feel like government campaigns <laughs> sound a bit boring. But generally, it sounds like fun work. But anyway, okay. So moving on to poetry. So you're you're a poet, right? Mm. Okay. When did you start poetry, and um? What has inspired you to, I guess, continue and write the type of content you do for poetry? Uh, so I grew up in a, in a house that had a lot of books. Okay. Uh, and a few of those books were poetry books. Uh, so I would go, you know, just because I've, I'm not necessarily, uh, I'm, no, 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 I'm not even, I'm not nowhere near a nerd. <laughs> I'm nowhere near the smartest person in the room, but I just love to read random you know, bits and pieces. You're probably very smart then. <laughs> if, if, if you, if well, you read you. a lot. <laughs> you know, so uh, what then caught my attention with these books of poetry was just like, you know, the words, you know, they just seemed to mm. be, so they went, they went a lot, mm. you know, just short pieces, but just quite interesting, you know, um, words in the, in the way that like, they painted pictures. Like who, like who, who was your most memorable or favourite poet that you remember reading that? Oh, um, Oh, what's his name? To see the world in a green of sun and heaven in the wildflower. Oh, hold eternity Buzz. in the palm of your hand and eternity in an ah. Um, what's what Wordsworth? William Wordsworth. William Wordsworth. Wordsworth, yeah. I want to just look at some of his work now. Where's my phone? <laughs> William, what's his, what's one of the best po- um poems by him? All Grace of Innocence. Okay. For All... me, you know, because it just. All Grace. All Grace of Innocence. Of Innocence. Let's yeah. see if that comes up on Google. Um. Innocent. What's his name again? William. My memory is so bad. William. Yeah. Alright, let's see. That's him, isn't it? Um, yeah. uh, why is it not coming up on the on Google? Does Google not know who this man is? Am I typing it in right? Oh no no. Oh, oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, don't read out what I wrote. Oh, William Blake, sorry. Bloody hell, why <laughs> Blake. Blake, okay. yeah, William Blake. Ograge of Innocence, yeah. Okay. So it was, I think that really got me um, really interested in, in poetry. Ograge of Innocence, where is it? Oh, can you imagine? Guys, the word is all augurys, not all, I put all greys. <laughs> can you imagine? Is this a whole book then? No, no, it's just a poem. So what, where's, where, where is it here? Um, yeah, so this, this was the, I think it was just the first line that, uh, that first, got you. Yeah, you know, when she's to see the world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wild flower. Hold eternity in the palm of your hand and infinity in an hour. Can you break that down to me, please? I what does that mean? That's the thing, yeah. So remember, you I don't know. I'm not the smartest person. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was maybe it was just how cryptic it was or how I could see, I could, so I, I can see the, word, the words in my head, I can see the pictures, yeah. but I can't tell you exactly what it means. That's the thing about poetry. Like, I, I do like poetry a lot. Mm. Um, haven't read it recently, but I used to write it quite a lot when I was younger, whenever I used to, when I was in my feelings about stuff. Ooh. And when I read it back, I used to think, who wrote this? What are you saying? This doesn't make, any, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make much, this all sounds like William Shakespeare, but anyway, cool. So you were saying, you were saying, so you got influenced by him and who else? Um, I'm trying to remember, cause I mean, I was here shouting William Wordsworth when it's actually Williams Blake. So I'm trying not to get the name <laughs> wrong again. No, it's fine. Well, it's I think fine. it's Elizabeth Arden, I think. Okay. Um, wrote about... Hers was quite interesting because it was about a lot of people who... It's fine if you can't remember. Don't, no, don't, no, so don't ma yeah, many tastes, death... Anyway, but it was about life and death and how people... Uh, how it, it, it is that people only come alive when they die. Right, right. You know, okay. and it, it, it was quite sad, but also just an interesting commentary on life. You know, yeah. so people are not um, necessarily, they live sort of like dreary lives. Right. But then immediately they die. Suddenly everyone celebrates them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, so for the, I, I started off, you know, wanting to write like them. Yeah. So I had, you know, very short poems, you know, and then very long poems in the style of Auguries of Innocence. Mm. Uh, you know, and ev eventually I evolved, um, started going, uh, meeting up with a few more poets you know, mm. when, when I moved um, to Lagos from Abba. I was born in a place called Abba in Southeast Nigeria. Now, so when I moved to Lagos, you know, there were poetry um, groups and societies and all that, oh, you know, wicked. started, you know. Did you have the drums and stuff like? Dun, 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 and the... So you see that, that's quite interesting, you know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have No, that happens in movies. <laughs> <laughs> Probably seems like time <laughs> Or maybe in the US, I don't know. <laughs> no, there were, or there were probably a few people with drums, um, but yeah, I didn't. Or the clicking, 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 no? Uh, yeah, well, that was a clicking thing. Depending on where you go to, other people, yeah. other people won't care. They'll just clap on holler and like, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I want to hear some of your um, like one of your favorite pieces, and say so when you're ready. Feel free to introduce it. Like okay. you've never introduced it before. Pretend we are somewhere where there's loads of people listening, which there probably will be at some point. <laughs> and introduce yourself. Plug yourself. Um, tell people where they can listen to you afterwards. Right. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, this poem is it's called "Say My Name." It's off my album "Machuku," which means "Child of God." Machuku. Uh, Machuku. Machuku. Okay, I said it. <laughs> uh, and and it's it's so the album basically uh, is uh, me just questioning my Igbo identity, uh, my Igbo roots, right. uh, the place, you know, my, my place as an, you know, as, as a person, not just um, in society, but, you know, in the family setting and all of that. But basically it was also a commentary on how um, we now, not from saying from a perspective of an Igbo person, but we Africans, we black people also need to start telling our own stories, mm. you know, and, you know. Click, click, click to that. <laughs> yes. You know, and then just to not let our histories be written for us, for us on mm -hmm. our behalf, but we need to then say, no, look, 
we've always had this. This is who we've always mm-hmm. been, you know. And now we're going to reclaim, exactly. you know, uh, uh, our names. We're going to reclaim our identities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one more thing before I played because it, it, it's quite interesting to me. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't mean to offend because, of course, you said you just come from church, uh, but <laughs> don't worry, I won't get offended. Right, um, but. <laughs> One of the effects of colonialism mm-hmm. uh, in a place like Nigeria mm-hmm. was the suppression of everything, almost everything from our tradition and the upliftment of um, of everything Western through uh, the instrumentality of uh, Christianity as a religion. You know, so you would then see people who would not want to answer an Igbo name. But you know, would answer to an, Michael. To Michael, mm, and one a lot of, of Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> one of the examples I yeah. always use is Okute in Igbo means stone. Okay. Um, people would never think of normally saying, "Okay, you know, I'm going to name my child Okute," but mm. they would name their child Paul, mm. or no, Peter rather. Mm, mm, mm. Rock, stone, you know. Mm. But one's from the Bible, the other is, you know, so you, it's basically the same thing. Mm-mm. You know, one would never name their child Ntakri, which is small. Mm. But if you translate it and say, oh, I'm going to name my child Paul, because mm. Paul is in the Bible, but mm. Paul really is small, he's humble. So so just, just on that point on names, do you think because we're in a Western society that people name their children these names to grant them or enable them to have more access to opportunities oh no so, so for you that question would be from you know um if they were in the uk i'm talking about those in nigeria oh people still call them the, oh, yeah. those names in nigeria oh yeah. okay you know so you would have people say right. no i want to name my child you know give my child a name from the bible right okay you know, but I'm like, look and i'm saying look it's, it's all good yeah, you know yeah. you can do that but look for you know an evil name that has those sentiments right i got you, you know, because Little by little, you know, we slowly ebb away at our culture, at our identity, right. you know, and you know, you find people who won't be able to say their names, who won't be able to uh, speak their language, who won't be able yeah, to, you know, yeah. just tell you where they are from. Yeah. You know, so for me, that was um, the sort of the, the focus of the album, right? And so. the focus of um, of this poem as well. Right. Okay. Perfect. Um, so if you just play, I guess. A song of your choice or okay. a poem of your choice. So this poem is titled, well, aptly, Say My Name. See, no, that's not how you introduce it. All right. You're listening to... Ah, yeah, 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 come on. All right, um, so you're listening to <laughs> Ndukwe Onoha. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he has a poem called Say My Name. It's... Well, hang on, I should do that again, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> take right. two, take two, let's take go, two, let's take go. Two, yeah. So this Ndukwe Onoha, you know, you're listening to, you know, the poet, the copywriter, the filmmaker. Yes, sir. Uh, you're listening to one of his tracks <laughs> of his uh, so former album, Wachuku. This is Say My Name and it's going to blow your mind. Uh-huh. Before we buried Annie in the earth and cast her shadow on the moon, we built our bodies as his temple. Nsibidi, Uli, stretched our bodies as parchments upon which we wrote his laws. Like signposts, our bodies marked the Passover. Touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. This was our Gethsemane. But as the oil of gladness poured over our olive bodies, the messengers of the one true God washed ashore in their humble might. Asked us to kneel in prayer, 
said the Lord was our shepherd, reminded us of how we wanted for nothing under the shadow of his terrible might. We were assured of safety. And by the time we said amen, they had our land and we had their Bible. Sprawled out as missionaries, ready to do the work for which we had been bred, we were a new creation. One ready to do his master's bidding. Dead to our past, our names became an abomination to be spat out like Ujiri seeds. Old things were passed away. So here we stand. A faithful generation that doesn't know its name. So ignorant of our ignorance, the flavor of palm oil is foreign to our lips and proverbs have no taste. But we had God in our hearts once. And with our lips we spoke his blessings in each sentence like an incantation at dawn. Ebolachi, chinyeluko, echidime, tomorrow is pregnant. For who knows the belly that will birth the king of the tree that will hang his body? Who will reach into the dark place and bring forth the light that we may find our way? Who will remind my people of our beauty? Of deep mysteries etching our souls like carvings on sacred wood who will speak our names with conviction? Or march into the sea when all else fails? Who will say our names? Who will speak my name? Who will remember? Nah, that was giving me Lion King vibes as well. <laughs> that was really, really nice and chilled. Did Thank you produce you. that on your own? Like get the sound and the choir and everything all together? Yeah, so I, I worked with um, an amazing um, producer called Tony the Emperor okay. in, in Nigeria. Shout and, out Tony the Empire. And we got, you know, this um, choir together. And of course, being <clears throat> deliberately provocative, uh, we used um, a hymn. Okay. You know, that um, that would normally be sung in Southeast Nigeria. But it, again, it, I mean, it, it's not just, it, it wasn't to. Uh, What's that word now? Annoying. To annoy anyone, but it's just to say, look, we can, we can still, if you want to, um, show your faith through the names that you, you know, you bear, you can do that, you know, in our languages, if, mm-hmm. you know, but just don't ever forget mm. that you can't, uh, afford, uh, to have your history erased, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, that was, you know, the whole point. Mm. I love how you went in and out of um, like, is it Ibo? and English as well in there um but I mean just to just for anyone that wants to listen to you outside and wants to find you on other platforms as well where else can they connect with you oh wow so you? The, you can look for Ndukwe Onoha can you spell it out because I feel like people won't know how to spell it all right it. so that's N-D-U okay K-W-E that's okay. Ndukwe Onoha is O-N-U-O-H-A okay uh, the album is titled Mwachuku N-W-A C H U K W U. I want to say it. You. Mwachuku. And Wajuku. Mwachuku. Nwajuku. Perfect. Perfect. And it's uh it's on Apple Music, it's on um it's on it's in YouTube. Okay. Um yeah, you can find it on Spotify, you can find it well, basically any almost all the music platforms, you mm. know, Tidal, even in China, you know, the, the platforms are there as well. Mm, wherever mm, you mm. are. Yeah. Mm, mm. Lovely. So I guess we, we, we've heard we've heard some of your amazing, I guess, copywritten work into poetry as well. And you've got really nice um, taste in sound too, because that was just very, as I said to you, very Lion King vibes, subtle, you know, chilled. You. I guess, I guess another piece of, I guess, advice or a question that I have um, for those that are out there, particularly for those that are in Nigeria, right? And they're looking to make a transition to the UK or to a, a different place to start their life or you know advance in their career. What honest advice? Um, what would you say as a black person coming from a complete, like a fully black country mm. into a westernized country? What advice or what heads up would you want to give to them that want to kind of come over? I would say be 
ready for a lot of no's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look, it's it's always good to. I mean, I mean, I think there's wisdom in the fact of you know be prepared for the worst, but hope for mm, the best. Mm, mm. Um, but you know, be prepared um, that things may not always happen how you want want it to and how fast you want it to mm. especially for the creative people um there's mm. uh, because you know a, a lot of people here don't necessarily see value in um, the creative work we've done back home yeah there's always going to be that question mark on just how talented we are yeah, or yeah, how, yeah. You know, i hate that you know <laughs> oh, that frustrates me so much because you could. So I'm so sorry mm-hmm. to cut you, but if you've been given a brief in a certain area, of course, that's the work that you're going to have done. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have done work in you know, France, if you weren't given a campaign in France. And that frustrates me because I'm mm-hmm. having to be the in-between person, having to, to convince creative directors that are like, oh, they haven't worked on a campaign in Leicester Square or in London, <laughs> so they can't do... Yes, they can. They've just worked on those briefs in, yep. in Nigeria. So, yeah, sorry. Continue. <laughs> and then, but the other thing I would say is find your tribe. Your tribe is mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, 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 in Igbo, there's a saying, Igbo Buike. Mm-hmm. There's unity and strength. Yes, yes, and yes. And one mistake a lot... Um, of Nigerians make and we can go into that but it's a different conversation altogether is to try and go solo go you know go it alone when you get here um because again it, it's a different conversation for another day uh, you know and it has to do with you know the how Nigerians are perceived and national brand you know and all that but mm. you need people who can Hundreds. look out for you when Hundreds. you're not there you know so you need people like Alicia yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um Oh, Alicia, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I was, I was looking at you. I was, I was thinking, say my name. The same poem that you said, say my name properly. But it's fine. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I know you're in the flow of things. Yeah, so you know, you need people like Alicia. You know, um, you, you need people who can say to others, you know what? I know someone who is that good. And um, there's also a saying, you know, in Nigeria that, you know, the word or in Igbo that say that words don't get spoiled, in mm. quote, or words don't go bad. Mm. If they only remain in your stomach, mm, mm, mm. Mm, you know. Mm, so mm. that means you know you need to speak up. You know you can never mm. know the response you get mm. if all you do is just keep your words deep, you know, in your chest. You know, so speak up. You know, mm. let people know. You know, you need uh, assistance in this area. But mm. it's important as creative, but even more important as black people mm. that we find our tribe and mm. work with our tribe, mm. you know, because that's the only way. I need to be able to go out and say, oh, you know, if you need someone who can connect you with, you know, with the best talent out there, you know, mm. I know Alicia, you know, she's she's an amazing mm. person. I need you to go and say, oh, if you know someone who's a great, you know, copywriter, I know Ndukwe. Mm. And the more we do that, the more we speak up for each other, you know, the more we uplift each other, the more, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, spread out and create a network. Mm-hmm. Because it's all about that. Like, it's about having that network of support. Mm-hmm. Hundred. Such a beautiful note to end on. That was so real as well. Like, get your tribe. Join our tribe. Black Create Connect. Be a part of us. Yep, and yep. I just want to thank you so much for coming down well, today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting and, me. And um, talking to us, sharing some of your personal, your, your music, your poetry, yeah. and your experiences. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank thank you. Thanks yeah. so much, guys. Well, I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.